the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. If we look to the answer as to why for so many years we achieved so much, prospered as no other people on earth, it was because here in this land we unleashed the energy and individual genius of man to a greater extent than has ever been done before. Those who say that we're in a time when there are no heroes, they just don't know where to look. The sloping hills of Arlington National Cemetery, with its row upon row of simple white markers, bearing crosses or stars of David, they add up to only a tiny fraction of the price that has been paid for our freedom. As for the enemies of freedom, those who are potential adversaries, they will be reminded that peace is the highest aspiration of the American people. We will negotiate for it, sacrifice for it. We will not surrender for it now or ever. We are Americans. This is the Bob France Authority on AM 1420. The answer. Yes, indeed, it is. Good morning, seven minutes after the hour of nine o'clock, and we're underway on this Monday, the 27th morning of the ninth month of the year of our Lord, 2021. I really appreciate you being with us. I know there's a lot of choices to get good conservative news talk and opinion and analysis, but uh, in Cleveland, Ohio, there's only one. There's only one. You can listen around the country, and I have people who listen to us all around the country, but if you are in Cleveland, there's only one place to get uh, seriously consistent, conservative news, talk, opinion, and analysis, and that's right here on AM 1420, The Answer. So if you were listening to Hugh, thanks for staying here, and I hope you'll stay here all day. Coming up on the program in about 40 minutes, exactly 40 minutes, at 948, we will talk with Congressman Jim Jordan, as we do each and every Monday when his schedule allows, obviously. We're going to talk about how it is that 3.5, in Democrat math, 3.5 trillion equals zero. Did you know that? 3.5 trillion equals zero. It's new math. I think you have to take advanced calculus and statistics to make that work. But that's what the Democrats are saying uh, is the new math. $3.5 trillion, as in dollars, equals zero, as in dollars. How they came to that is a mystery, but that's why we're going to have Jim Jordan on to see if he can answer that. Also, when is a whip not a whip when it's a rain used to control a horse? Don't tell Joe Biden. He says those reins were used as whips to strap illegal migrants crossing our border. Uh, and that the Border Patrol agents who were using them will pay that's right. He will make them pay. Joe Biden just went all Tim Misney on uh, on the uh, um, border patrol, the cavalry border patrol. Meanwhile, this just in: apparently, nobody in the Biden administration knew that we had a cavalry border patrol. That means they literally are mounted. 
Just like we have mounted police officers in Cleveland. Just like they have mounted police officers in most big cities. They are used, those horses, generally, to uh, enforce crowd control, to keep people back. That's generally because they're huge. The animals are huge. The cops are on top, and uh, and they're terrific at that. Well, in the bo- at the border, they're perfect for the conditions of the border, the terrain that is being used, much better than vehicles. And they're used also for crowd control, specifically to keep the invading crowd back on the other side. That's their job. And the Democrats are acting as if they've never heard of it before, as if a bunch of rogue agents just went and climbed on horses to chase down Haitian migrants and, quote, strap them. It's, 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 it's almost unbelievable. But with this administration, I'd be careful and just tell you nothing is really unbelievable. All right, we're going to get to the news of the day after we start our day with our Pledge of Allegiance. Please, patriots, stand if you are able. Face your flag if you have one. Put your hand on your heart. You can do that no matter where you are and what you're doing. And please join us for the Pledge of Allegiance as we start our day. If you are a liberal Democrat, we understand how you feel. Biden voters, $3.5 trillion equals zero believers. You can go ahead and take a knee or sit this one out. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. We've got two enormous stories to talk about to start our day. And it's really tough to decide which one, to be honest with you. The uh, recognition by the Democrats that um, your tax dollars are theirs. We could start there or we can start on that border. I guess we'll start with the dollars since I said it first. Your tax dollars are theirs. That's their belief. That's how they recognize your money. They look at it and say, that's not yours. That's ours. And since it's ours, when we take it from you, we can use it to pay for a $3.5 trillion spending bill filled with all kinds of equity and climate initiatives sometimes referred to, including by me, as a Green New Deal starter kit. We can take a $3.5 trillion spending bill and add it to a $1.3 trillion infrastructure bill, all totaled around $5 trillion, the largest expenditure in two bills in U.S. congressional history. We're going to take those $5 trillion and we're going to say, you know what, they don't amount to anything, particularly the $3.5 trillion bill, it's paid for. You understand that? It's paid for. Therefore, it's free. It's zero dollars. It'll cost us, the federal government, zero dollars to put this $3.5 trillion spending bill into effect. And the reason is, is they don't see your money as being yours. It's theirs by divine right, by birthright. We're here And we're responsible for the country, so we'll take whatever money we need in order to, uh, to, you know, meet our, our, our responsibilities, to meet our oath. And wherever that money is, it's ours. And we're going to take it from you, and we're going to claim it as ours, and we're going to use it to pay for this stuff that you're saying is going to cost the government $3.5 trillion. No. Technically, it's going to cost you, the American people. It's going to cost you $3.5 trillion. We're taking it from you guys. Now, there's going to be liberal Democrats who might listen to my voice right now and hear that and say, oh, that's just totally disingenuous. That's not real. That's not right. 
the, these are, these are only going to impact or these new uh, uh, tax increases to pay for all of this to make three point five trillion dollars equal zero. They're going to be taken from the wealthiest Americans. They're going to be taken from the corporate owners. They're going to be taken from the the corporations and the business owners. Not you. Come on, that's not going to come from you. As I mean, look. Can I can I just be honest? Can I be frank about this? The Democrats think we're stupid. Moreover, the Democrats think you are stupid. They think that if they raise the taxes on the business owners that supply the jobs, if they raise the taxes on the corporations that supply the jobs and manufacture the goods and services and biz and uh, 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 that uh, this country relies upon, that it's somehow not going to trickle down to you, that the pain isn't going to be felt by you. This is what they want you to believe. It's an astounding thing, really. If you if you if you if you look at how the Democrats are trying to pull the wool over your eyes, it's astounding that they think they can get away with it. That they think we really are this stupid. And I don't mean to be you know flippant about it. I don't, but they really do. They think we're stupid. They don't think that when you raise the prices, or excuse me, raise the uh, taxes on the businesses, that the businesses are going to respond by lowering the wages of the employees. And they don't think that when you raise the taxes on the businesses that the businesses are going to respond by raising the prices on the goods and services they sell you. This is coming out of your pocket one way or another. And it is simply astounding that the Democrats can just look you in the eye and say, no, this isn't going to cost $3.5 trillion. No, no, this is, this, is, this is going to cost zero, really. And I'm not exaggerating that either. They literally say those words. In fact, it became the new talking point. This is the way they, they kind of sent out. Their, and, and another thing that's astounding here is how the, you know, we like to call MSNBC, MSDNC, and you know, the CNN uh, uh, fake news in, in the tank with the Democrats. It's really incredible. You, what you will see and will display for you is the same talking points coming out of the mouth of Nancy Pelosi. No, it's really zero. The same talking points coming out of the mouth of Chuck Schumer. No, really, it's zero. The same talking points coming out of the White House, Joe Biden team. No, it's really going to cost zero because it's because it's entirely paid for. Those are the same exact talking points coming from the Washington Post. No, really, the cost is zero. MSB DNC. No, you don't understand. It's gonna. It's as if they sent the memo of talking points directly from Joe Biden's fax machine or email or whatever they're using uh, over to each of the offices of the mainstream news and the left wing news and said, "Here's what we're saying. Please say it also." And of course, the mainstream news media, the left wing news media, they dutifully and uh, and quickly say, "Yep, yes, sir, no problem, got it." The Wall Street Journal didn't get the message. The Wall Street Journal laid it out this way. In the real world, the real world, Congress's Joint Committee on Taxation says the bill raises $2.1 trillion over 10 years. Somebody must be paying more. Among the tax hikes are a 5.5% point increase in the corporate income tax rate that will be paid by workers in lower wages, consumers in higher prices, what I just said, and investors in lower returns. Though they'll be pleased to know this all adds up to $0. As for the spending, the $3.5 trillion figure that Bernie Sanders considers a compromise doesn't even capture the full cost of what the Democrats are proposing. As we explained Friday, this is the Wall Street Journal, Journal reporting, that amount is based on budget gimmickry, 
including entitlement, phase-outs, and phase-ins, and the real cost will be at least $5 trillion, probably far more. So even after the $2.1 trillion in tax hikes, the entitlements in the reconciliation package that include the child allowance, college tuitions, national pre-K, universal child care, expanded Medicare, and new Medicaid program will add to the U.S. debt for decades to come. Even if the Democrats found enough money via tax increases to cover the cost of the bill, the bill would still have a massive fiscal footprint. Philip Klein at National Review said, Any time the government raises taxes to pay for newly passed spending, it taps revenue sources that are no longer available to meet existing obligations. Increasing spending in every circumstance, every circumstance, increases the burden on government finances. And the government passes that burden along to whom? Foreign countries? No. Congress? No. Administration uh, uh, employees? No. The average American middle-class taxpayer. We're paying the, the, the freight for that. So this is, uh, this is getting to be very, very interesting. I'm going to try to take the optimist approach and say that Democrats, the moderate ones, recognize that if they pass this monstrosity, if they vote for it, and it crushes the middle class because of lower wages and higher prices, which it will, as the Wall Street Journal expertly pointed out, that moderate Democrats recognize that if they vote to pass that, their careers will be over. I want I, Hugh Hewitt spent all morning and has spent the last several days being optimistic that the Republicans will hold the line, they won't cave, and that Democrats, moderate Democrats, won't want to be put on the uh, hook here and, quote, run off the cliff by Nancy Pelosi and by Chuck Schumer. They don't want to be run off a cliff without a parachute by Nancy Pelosi by being forced to vote for something that the people will hate them for, including some of their own constituents. I want to be the optimist, but I guess I've just become a little bit cynical as I watch the way the Republicans in this country operate. They fail to take advantage of golden opportunities. They fail to point out where Democrats uh, are, are just essentially destroying the middle class. They fail to reach out and connect with the voters. My hope right now is that tradition and history will uh, repeat itself come next November. Next November. And by the way, there's still what? Oh, that's a lot of time. That's 13 months away still, next November, the midterm elections. But my hope is that history repeats itself. And the massive, massive uh, shift in House uh, majority goes against the, the, newly administra- the new uh, administration in office. In other words, the Biden administration. When a new administration takes over, the midterm elections almost always result in a massive swing the other direction. I hope that's the case because right now, Nancy Pelosi only has a four-seat advantage in the House of Representatives. And I think a 30-40 seat swing giving Kevin McCarthy or whomever is in charge for the Republicans a massive majority is about the only way to undo some of this damage. We just can't allow that much damage to be done in the next 13 months. And by the way, before my time out here, how astounding is it? How, how much gall does it take? How much chutzpah, the temerity, for the Democrats to be governing the way that they are as if they have a massive majority and a mandate to do whatever crazy, loony, loony things that they want to do. Just the goal that they have to say, we're in charge, 
The American people are fully behind us. We're going to implement the largest single spending bill in the history of the United States Congress. $3.5 trillion. And we can do it because the American people are behind us. They have a four-seat majority out of 435 House seats. They have four. A majority of four. And on the Senate side, which is 100 Senate seats, they have no majority. It's 50-50. Only Kamala Harris can break the tie. So out of 535 members of Congress, that's House and Senate side, they have a majority of four. And somehow that, that they think that gives them the right to, to, to govern and to pass bills that, that, that you would have to have a massive majority of the United States behind you to do. I mean, they're acting as if they've been given a massive mandate to implement a socialist, progressive takeover of the United States government, an all-out assault, or United States of America, I mean, an all-out assault on capitalism in favor of socialist controls by the United States government. How did they get a mandate for that? They have, they have, they have four. They have, they have one, two, three, four. Not 40. Not 70. They have a four-person majority. And instead of governing like, you know what, this country right now is really split 50-50. Let's do bipartisan work. They think they can ram through the worst, most aggressive, progressive spending in the history of this country. It's astounding. It's galling. And it's what we're responding to this morning at 216-901-0945, right here on The Authority. free WHK mobile app and listen to your favorite WHK programs or podcasts on the go. It's free in your app store. Yeah, it's really an astounding thing how stupid that the uh, Democrats think you are, honestly. And it's how, you know, it's also astounding how, uh, how little they think of your will and your intestinal fortitude, your belief in your own freedom, your belief in your own liberty. The fact that they think they can just bully you into taking the jab to save your job. Guess what? They can't. And right now, in New York State, healthcare workers, that's just in one example now, healthcare workers there who were hailed as heroes just a year ago, are now about to lose their jobs because they underestimated, the Democrat leadership underestimated their will, their commitment to their own medical freedom, their commitment to their own bodies, and their own decisions as to whether or not they want to take a mandatory vaccination. And 94,000 healthcare workers later, the people in the state of New York are going to be in serious trouble. Those who work at hospitals and nursing homes in New York State are required to get a first dose of a COVID-19 vaccine by midnight tonight, while people who work in home care, hospice, or other adult care facilities have until October 7th. The mandate was issued in mid-August by former Governor Andrew Cuomo. Current Governor Kathy Hochul says she is considering calling in the National Guard, as well as recruiting health professionals from other states to deal with staffing shortages that may follow. As of last week about 16 percent of the state's hospital workers were not fully vaccinated in the 16 percent is 94,000 health care workers about to lose their jobs 
94,000 willing to lose their livelihoods, risk their family's ability to pay their bills, put a roof over heads, food on tables, etc., etc., 94,000 of them, rather than take this jab. And if this jab is so extraordinarily safe and effective, as we are told, why is it that health care workers are the ones refusing to take it? 94,000 of them are going to be are going to go out without their jobs in order to stand up for their principles. I bet the Biden administration didn't expect that. It's a terrible situation um and it's supposed to be, you know, happening in the name of health and it's just not going to uh raise health at all in in our state and it's going to be a very big problem for people uh as, you know, we're heading into uh this time of year where everyone tends to get sick. That's a New York uh, CT scan technician saying he's not going to take the jab. Neither, again, are these 94,000 other uh, New York healthcare workers. And, and all of this, this mandate that Biden has put forth is, supposed, is supposedly in the name of health, in the name of public health. This is what they're telling you. This is what the governor, former Governor Cuomo, and the current governor as well, Democrats all, are trying to convince you this is all in the name of health. Well, how is it healthy to fire tens of thousands of health care workers? How is that going to help the the people who need care in hospitals and clinics and facilities all over that state and all over this country? Data shows that as many as ninety four thousand New York New York State rather healthcare workers are unvaccinated and uh, plan to not get vaccinated. They're willing to lose their jobs in order to stand up for their freedom and their own health. What does that tell you? I ask you what it tells you because I think you might be competent enough to actually consider the the question. Liberal Democrats will ignore the question and pretend everything is going along just swimmingly. All right, nine thirty. Quick timeout. Right back after this. against the lies of the liberal media pandemic. The Bob France Authority on AM 1420. The answer. That pandemic is far more dangerous to the United States of America, to you, to me, to our families, than the, uh, than the uh, COVID pandemic. It is. The liberal media pandemic, their lies are far worse for us. I swear to goodness, I mean that uh, 100%. 216-901-0945, Let me get a couple of quick points in on the other t- lead story of the day. I told you we kind of had two, maybe three. The uh, $3.5 trillion actually equals zero, which is what their claim is, cl- uh, uh, story. We've got the uh, health care workers who are losing their jobs as, as of today. If they don't have their shots by midnight today, tens of thousands of them putting Americans in very serious jeopardy when they need medical care, medical care. And then, of course, all of us are in jeopardy because of the unchecked immigration policies of this administration. Quite literally, we have an open border. Quite literally, there is nothing to stop anybody from around the world from coming into this country and be, being given a green light to going into any American city in which they choose. Alejandro Mayorkas should be put in prison tomorrow, today, right now. He is the Secretary of Homeland Security, and he told Chris Wallace yesterday that it is the policy of this administration to keep the border open. 
Now, he didn't say it in those terms, but listen to what he did say. From coming into the country, we, um, we did. We encountered them. Uh, they gathered, they assembled uh, in that one... Apologies. The question from Chris Wallace there that got cut off by this particular clip was, why didn't you try to stop them from coming into the country? And, and Mayorkas' response... Country. We, um, we did. We encountered them. Uh, they gathered, they assembled uh, in that one location in Del Rio, Texas, and we applied the laws. My, my, we applied the public health law under the CDC's authority, and we applied immigration law. My question law. is, why did you allow them in the country in the first place? Why didn't you build, forgive me, a wall or a fence to stop them from walking in this flood of people coming across the dam? It looks like a highway that allows them to cross the Rio Grande. Did you ever think you would see the day when Chris Wallace argued on behalf of Donald Trump's wall? Did you ever think that? Chris Wallace is no conservative. Just because he's on Fox News does not make him conservative. Chris Wallace is a liberal who occasionally asks decent questions. This is one of those times. Why didn't you build a wall? The answer is striking. Is this the policy of this administration? Uh, We do not agree with the building of the wall. The law provides that individuals can make a claim for humanitarian relief. That is actually one of our proudest traditions. There it is. There it is. There it is. There's the money line. There's the admission. There's the convictable statement that the law allows for people to ask for humanitarian relief. It's one of our proudest traditions. You just heard that from the Secretary of Homeland Security. Homeland Security. Can we break that down for a moment? The homeland. It's where you live right now. It's where I live. It's where 330 million Americans live. It's the 50 states. It's our homeland. Security. What does security mean? It means protection. Protection against people who may be coming into this country to do very, very bad things. Or people who are coming into this country with very, very bad things to, to, uh, to use in this country. Or people in this country who might not have bad things, but their presence is going to lead to negative consequences and effects on actual American citizens. Security. Homeland security. He's violating it by claiming that it's one of our proudest traditions to allow illegal aliens to come to this country and ask for humanitarian relief. The law provides that individuals can make a claim for humanitarian relief. Not after illegally crossing our borders. That would be called asylum. And the Supreme Court has made it very clear. You cannot grant blanket asylum to people because they say, I want humanitarian relief. That is actually one of our proudest traditions. It is not one of our proudest traditions. One of our proudest traditions is welcoming people from impoverished countries to apply for citizenship or for visas to come and live here as residents from outside the country. That is one of our proudest traditions. This man, Alejandro Mayorkas, is the worst butcher of a Homeland Security Secretary in the history of, of, of presidential administration since the creation of Homeland Security. That's a cabinet-level position that didn't exist before 9-11. He absolutely has no concern whatsoever for securing the homeland. He wants an open border, and he's got it. He just told Chris Wallace that we did encounter them, and we did try to stop them. But then he also admitted in the same interview 
that ten to 12,000 of the Haitians who were at that border in Del Rio were allowed into the United States. And maybe more. His words, not mine. Maybe more. How is that providing security for the homeland? How can he possibly make that claim? And by the way, as he makes the left-wing talking point, the argument that these people were, were asking for humanitarian relief, as if they had just come from Haiti, where the conditions there are so horrible and so people are living in such squalid conditions that they need to come to the United States, by the way. No other countries can provide humanitarian relief. They get to, they get to country shop and come to the gold standard. Meanwhile, we are finding out the truth that thousands of IDs discarded and left behind prove that these people were not from Haiti. That they were, I mean, they may be Haitian by birth origin, but they didn't come here looking for relief from Haiti. They had been already granted refuge in Chile. That's right. Thousands of them. There more than 15,000 migrants camped under that Del Rio Bridge, which is now empty, because they have all been allowed into the United States with a small handful actually sent back, for whatever reason. But these people uh, had, had uh, identification showing they weren't living in Haiti in squalid conditions. They were living in Chile, and they had already received refuge. But they came to the United States because they're country shopping. They want a better country than the one that gave them refuge, well, the one that gave them, quote-unquote, asylum. The Biden administration is lying to you on a daily basis about all of this. Not some of it, but all of this. And one more quick, quick clip from that interview with Chris Wallace yesterday from the soon-to-be, should-be-jailed Homeland Security Secretary. Of the 30,000 Haitians who came across the border into Del Rio, how many did your department test for COVID? So we have strict COVID testing protocols that we apply across the board. We test, isolate, and quarantine unaccompanied children. We work with nonprofit organizations to test families. Those who are in ICE custody are tested, isolated, and quarantined. Those who are expelled under the Title 42 Public Health Authority are returned uh, immediately. They are not placed in immigration court proceedings, and those we do not test because they are returned immediately. But your own department's inspector general said that your testing policy and the failure to test a lot of people who end up in this country that you rely on local or state officials and a lot of people don't get tested has put communities in this country at risk. We concurred with those recommendations. We made improvements. Uh, That is also uh, nothing new. That is exactly why we have an independent review of our operations to see where we can make uh, improvements, where we can strengthen our processes, and that is exactly what we did here. How many of them, you butcher, you piece of human flotsam and jetsam, how many of those immigrants were mandated to show you a vaccine passport? Mr. Secretary, how many of them are mandated to have the COVID vaccine before you turn tens of thousands of them loose in American communities that you say are at serious risk because of the, quote, unvaccinated? You and your dementia-addled, old, but dundering fool of a boss, Joe Biden, say 
that this country's at great risk because of the unvaccinated. You and your boss are forcing Americans to take a vaccine or lose their jobs. Hard-working American citizens, take the jab or no job. Illegal aliens violating our laws come across no vaccine requirement. You are free. Go into the American interior, find a city you like, and enjoy yourself. But you don't have to be vaccinated. Is somebody going to call this, this, this administration out for what it is? Is somebody going to do it? Does it have to be me every single day? This is unfathomable. These people belong in prison. Biden, Harris, Mayorkas, all of them putting the American people last. We went from America first to America you can suck it. Because guess what? The rest of the world comes first. That's the Biden policy. It's probably going to be actually in their policy papers. It should be distributed to the media. Biden to America. Suck it. That's what they say. That's what they believe. Jim Jordan next. Take me as a cop because I can't stay long. Let's dance with Mary Jane. One more time to kill the Okay, 949 now. <clears throat> Thanks for being with us on AM 1420, The Answer. Let's welcome Congressman Jim Jordan back to our program for uh, his reaction to some of the extraordinary news we have seen take place over the weekend. Congressman, good morning. How are you, sir? I'm fine, Bob. Good to be, good to be with you today. You know, um, we, uh, we, we battled for a, number, for, for a period of time, uh, you know, the new math. They used to call it the new math. Uh, they called it... Um, uh, yeah. Uh, I'm trying to remember the, the term now. I forget uh, the term for what they were trying to do with uh, with uh, school standards over the last few <laughs> yeah. years. Uh, common Core, thank you. I was trying to common say core, common. Yeah, I was going to say Common Control. A common Core. I don't know why <laughs> I, I lost that. Had to be the Freudian slip there, probably. Huh? That's right. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know it is Common Core math. We we battled for a long time. I thought we had seen the worst of math. Um, now, come to find out, we haven't. The worst of math is this. 3.5 trillion equals zero. Now, I'm still trying to yeah. figure out what yeah. kind of algorithm it takes to get there, what kind of advanced calculus or metrics it takes to, to make 3.5 <laughs> trillion equals zero. But this is what yeah. we are hearing from the administration, from House Democrats, Senate Democrats, and the media and the MSNBC world, in the NBC world, in the CNN world, and so on and so forth. They are all using the talking point that 3.5 trillion now really equals zero. Congressman Jordan, have you figured that out yet? No, I haven't figured out. And the American people, uh, uh, well, we figured out that they're not telling us the truth. Remember, it was just two weeks ago when the chairman, the Democrat chairman of the House Budget Committee said, no, no, we don't have the debt problem because we, we, we can always print money. I mean, and you're just like, what? This, 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 that's how these guys think. I mean, that's what the leftists think. You can always print money. Well, go ask some countries who try to just always print money and see what happens. And frankly, go ask American families right now. Who we're seeing the purchasing power, real wages go down because inflation's at a 40-year high. Uh, but that's how Democrats are. They just want more control, more more uh, government running our lives, and they think that American people aren't gonna aren't, don't have the common sense that we all know that that, that Americans actually do have. 
Well, you know, I mean, I guess that's a question. We'll find out how much sense the American people have. How much will they rebel against this? How much will they warn every Democrat that thinks about passing this $3.5 trillion bill because it really is totally paid for and thus means it's free? It, it, it costs yeah. nothing. Let's see if they tell them that and, and let them know that, I, by the way, come next November, if you vote for that, you're gone. Uh, that's, that, I think that, then we'll know what the people think. Yeah, I think they are telling him that. Based on the recent polling, it said what what he had, but what President Biden had a thirty two percent approval rating in the state of Iowa, for example. So when when it's down that low, I think the American people are saying, "Hey, this is ridiculous. The spending is ridiculous." And you couple that with every other policy area that you guys have screwed up: the withdrawal from Afghanistan, the border situation, uh, crime, because you, you you continue to say you want to defund the police, and on and on it goes. When you couple, when you put it all together. Frankly, 32% seems too high for me. It should be a little lower, but I think the American people are sending that message because the American people get it. Well, you know, the, 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 it would be aggravating, aggravating enough, Congressman Jordan, if he, they wanted to pass this $3.5 trillion spending bill and to do so by literally cutting $3.5 trillion of other spending. You know, it, it, that would be, quote-unquote, making it paid for, not exactly. robbing the American people, robbing corporations, robbing business owners by saying they're not, quote, paying their fair share, which, of course, yeah. is going to hurt the, the middle class because we're going to pay more in yeah. prices for whatever their increased taxes are from these uh, job creators and these manufacturers and so forth. We're going to pay higher prices. We're going to get lower wages. We're going to lose jobs. They're going to lay people yep. off if they have to pay more taxes. So the, the, the middle class is going to be hurt. Um, but again, even yep. if that wasn't the case, just spending $3.5 trillion on the things they want to spend it on, on equity and on climate yeah, on, yeah. and on things that are just not going to help the American people, that's what makes this so frustrating. Yeah. And remember the Democrats' economic plan. It's, it's literally the dumbest plan in history. The Democrats' economic plan is lock down the economy, spend like crazy, pay people not to work, and then for everyone who has been working, oh, we're going to raise your taxes. That is their, in, in a nutshell, that is their economic plan. It is crazy. So that's why they have to mislead us. That's why they have to tell us, oh, no, no, it's, it's really all paid for. Because they know when you, when you cut it to the basics, no American agrees with that. They tell we will pay people not to work, and we will we will uh, tell people, oh, if you don't pay your rent, don't worry, you won't, you can't be evicted. And for everyone who has been paying their uh, their, their rent, everyone who has been working, they're going to raise your taxes. Such a deal. So th- th- that's why the American people get it and are fed up with it. Congressman Jordan, let's uh, let's talk about homeland security. Um, I, I'm just I, I'm so enraged by the things that I hear from this administration, none none more so than yesterday when Alejandro Mayorkas, the Secretary of Homeland Security, his job is to secure the homeland. And he admitted yesterday on national television with Chris Wallace that 10 to 12,000 of the uh, 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 Haitians, and he said maybe more, Haitians who weren't really Haitians because they weren't coming from the you know extraordinary mm-hmm. challenging issues of Haiti. They were there are thousands of identification cards that have been found uh, from, discarded from those because these people had already found refuge in Chile in South America. So they come to the yep. United States. He admits that ten to twelve thousand and quote maybe more have been released into the United States. By the way, non-vaccinated, non-tested, and most importantly, illegally. And he said this is yep. one of America's proudest traditions allowing this. I, I couldn't believe my ears. Your reaction? No, and, and we had a briefing um, for members of the Judiciary Committee from the administration. Now, not it wasn't Secretary Mayorkas, but it was others in the administration briefing. And we were saying, account, give us an accounting of the of the 50, approximately fifteen thousand Haitian immigrants there uh, under the Del Rio Bridge, where they're at. 
And they said, well, some are here, some are nice facilities. And they, they talked about it. And then they actually said this. They actually said, and we think some of them went back. And I'm like, what? <laughs> what? There's no way. So they make this, you know, whatever, how many hundreds of miles of journey. And, and now they're just going to turn around and go. Like, they literally told members of Congress, we think some of them went back. And I'm like, that is crazy. So th- th- this is what we're dealing with with this administration. And, again, it's why I think. The, the polling numbers are so bad for President Biden because American, the American people have seen like they can't do anything right. Well, as long as we're on uh, President Biden, um, I want to get your response to what he said about the uh, going to immediate- about the Border Patrol agents, the ones on the, the this is this, it's almost as if he did not know. And no one in his administration knew that that Border Patrol included uh, a, a division, if you will, no. or, or a yes. department called the Cavalry Border Patrol, which they actually yes. use horseback, or they ride on horseback, yes. because it's best for the terrain down there along the border. Sure. He acts as if it's the first time he's ever seen it, seen it and despite multiple uh, media sources debunking the notion that the uh, uh, migrants were whipped by those on horseback. He actually took to the microphone on Friday, Congressman Jordan, and said these people will pay because of what they did, including strapping, which means whipping, the migrants from yeah. horseback. I, 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 again, I'm just sitting here bewildered. Well, they're never they're never constrained to the truth. Uh, they 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 run with things. They make things up. It's like you know, look the the. We saw this with the whole Russian collusion narrative. We saw this with the with the big story last year before the election that they they the Hunter Biden story we now know was true. You and I knew it was true a year ago before the election, but oh no no they they all made it out to be Russian disinformation when it wasn't. So this is how they operate. They just they they they're not square with the American people, and and that that is not how the government's supposed to be. You're supposed to tell us thinking truth, but this is this is how they operate. Um, I, I was doing an interview last week, and I, I remember I said, you know, secure the border and free the horses, for goodness sake. I mean, this is this is just goofy where they go with this stuff. How about we focus on the job, which is, uh, Mr. Mayorkas and, and Mr. Biden, uh, President Biden, let's focus on the job of actually securing our border like you're supposed to. Well, you know, there's a bigger picture here, though, Congressman, if I may. I mean, he promised to, quote, make them pay. These people will pay. There will be consequences. He's going to fire cavalry border patrol agents who did their jobs. Now, to me, you know, what this is going to lead to is the same thing we're seeing in New York today. Ninety four thousand health care workers are going to be are going to lose their jobs today because they're refusing to uh, submit to the demand by their government that they take this uh, this coronavirus vaccine. They've made a decision. They're health care yeah. workers for crying out loud. And and guess who's going to pay the price for that? Not only those who who leave and lose their jobs, yeah, but patience. people who need right. So what's yeah, going to happen when border yeah. patrol agents from one end of the spectrum to the other, all in unity with um, uh, with the uh, cavalry border patrol, say we're out, and now we have no border yeah. patrol? Yeah. Uh, again, this this is this. You're exactly right. This is what happens when you have ridiculous policies in place from Democrats. The the people of this great country say enough. Uh, this 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 policy of, of, of um, President Biden's on the on the vaccine without taking the mandate without taking into account anything for natural immunity it makes absolutely no sense. And right now, where where you can't find enough people to work with, regardless of the vaccine uh, mandate, then you put that on top of it. It's like holy cow! How, how are we gonna how are we gonna take care of the folks who actually need taken care of? Not just COVID people, but all kinds of people come to the hospital and and 
Plus, these folks have been working their tail off for the last year and a half. And this is the treatment they get from Joe Biden and his administration. Again, it makes no sense. I think you're going to, as I said now several times, I think I think the people of this great country are going to say we have had it with these guys. And now the first chance they really get to make that make that uh, uh, clear is in 13 months uh, in, in the midterm elections. And I think it's going to come through loud and clear. Yeah, and and I hope it does, but I hope the damage between now and then, that's 13 months away, oh, isn't, isn't so I severe know. that we can't come back. Because, I mean, literally, healthcare workers are going to be walking off the job. It's going to leave patients without care. And if Border Patrol agents walk off the job uh, to protest what Biden is doing to these guys, it's going to leave the the border. I mean, good God. Not that it's not already had- open, but you, you can imagine what it will look like then. Last question, Congressman. Um the Arizona audit was completed. They announced some results on Friday, uh, Thursday, Friday. They uh, basically said that, well, it looks like all of those claims of, uh, you know, the elections not being valid are are, are not true. Uh, Biden actually won by a wider margin in Arizona, or at least in Maricopa County, than was originally thought. Does this put to bed the issue that the 2020 election was rigged or was not uh, valid? What, Bob, what we need is what we called for. Um, we, we called for this just days after the election. Uh, Congressman Comer, who's the top Republican on the Oversight Committee, and I on, on the Judiciary Committee, we called for an investigation in, in Congress where we can bring in witnesses, where we can do depositions, where, where you can actually cross-examine people, where you can get to get all the information out there for the American people. And frankly, what we also need to look at is we need to look at why the media, why uh, the, the big tech and the Democrats all colluded last fall to make sure the American people didn't get information about the biggest story in the run-up to the election, the Hunter Biden story, where we had an eyewitness, Tony Bobolinsky, where we had e- emails that everyone knew were authentic and, and, and real, where we had a laptop, and we had the FBI investigating them, and yet the big media and big tech all got together and clued and said, this is disinformation, misinformation. And like, we need to, that's the kind of investigation we, we need. Um, and back to the last point, I, I had someone send me a text the other day, and I thought it was, it was so appropriate. He said, I wake up every morning uh, thinking that it can't get any worse, but by the end of the day, the Democrats prove me wrong. And that, that's what's scaring <laughs> American people on policy issue after policy issue. It's like, when does this craziness end? And that, I'm like you. I'm nervous about we got 13 months to the next election. When does, it, when does the, the nonsense and the goofiness and all the bad, when does it end, for goodness sake? Um, and again, maybe it doesn't end until we, until we have an election. Yeah, until we force it in. Yeah, very well. Very well said. Congressman Jim Jordan, Ohio's 4th Congressional District Representative, thanks so much for the time, sir. We'll talk again. You bet. Thanks. I'll take care. 10.02, news time. Your call's next. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.